0: Hi, my name is Nigel Fellows and I'm the founder and CEO of Canopy. Canopy is an insurance platform that enables insurers, MGAs, and distributors to build, launch, and scale embedded insurance solutions uh, at speed and at very low cost. Recently, we were really happy to be part of this year's InsureTech Summit, hosted by Insurance Business Australia, and that was at the Amora Hotel Jamieson in Sydney. And that was just a few days ago, and the summit was a great opportunity for us to, to meet Australia's leading insurers talk about the emerging trends that were within the insurance industry uh, and InsurTech specifically, and, and really find out what was going on. My time my team and I specifically held a, uh, a VIP lunch session, which where we, uh, we sat down with a, a bunch of folks who were kind of thought leaders in the space and really discussed how uh, insurers can really start thinking about creating value and driving growth through strategic partnerships. And a really core cool part of that was to invite uh, Lynn Thompson from QBE Ventures uh, she's uh, the head of commercial and partnerships there, and she was able to join us and, and really took us through uh, a bunch of her thinking about how uh, the kind of the incumbent insurers and their perspective uh, on how they think about partnerships how they think about um, how working with InsureTechs. And, and that really, I think, made for a really engor- a kind of an enriching and encouraging environment and experience for, for everyone was there. And, and hopefully we can kind of dive into a few of the the thoughts and and some of the kind of themes that, that ran through the session. And hopefully I think they'll be helpful to a, a broader set of folks.
1: Yep, absolutely. Hey, this is Aki. I work with Canopy's marketing team and we will be delving deeper into Nigel's experience at the summit. So, Nigel, what were your thoughts on the event as a whole?
0: I think the event as a whole, it was, it was a, a tremendous success, actually. When you, uh, I think there's a, a bunch of different conferences that happen um, through the year and each, each of them have, I think, have their own uh, their own kind of themes running through them. And I think if we kind of look at that event uh, personally, from a from a personal perspective, there was a bunch of really kind of thoughtful uh, and kind of leading, leading folks in the industry that were able to. Kind of provide their perspectives, uh, bring kind of some different thinking that you don't always get the time to to think about and to um, reflect on when you're kind of in the business day to day. And and I think kind of uh, when you go to those events and at this event specifically, it really kind of stood us up and started thinking all the way from uh, kind of really core compliance work and uh, and how kind of data should be thought about, um, all the way through to the final session of the day uh, from from Alex Taylor. Um, he's kind of leading the the tech uh, the tech uh, team there at QBE. Um, and he kind of really dived really deep into how uh, crypto and NFT is a and, and blockchain is really kind of uh, can have some really specific use cases in in the insurance space. And so super interesting, super insightful, and and definitely worth our time.
1: That sounds really cool. Um, so you mentioned that there were a couple of perspectives present. Would you mind elaborating? Like, what perspectives did you find?
0: Yeah, I think it really came from the breadth of people that were there. And so uh, there was some kind of startup insurtech folks. Uh, there was uh, some general insurance people, so from kind of the property and casual, casualty space, there were some health insurers, there were some life insurers. So the breadth of um, people uh, across the industry, I think, all had um, uh, really different thoughts and around the same topics. And so maybe I use an example of, of data It was one of the first sessions of the of the day, and one of the kind of key uh, the key conversation pieces was around data and, and the larger corporates, um, the AIA's and uh, the kind of boopers of the world are really talking about. Um, how uh, data and having a data strategy and a corporate strategy around it, and really were um, really thoughtful around the risk that it presented. We're trying to use it in a really intelligent way and use it to help customers, but very much kind of deep frameworks to to protect the customer's data was very important to them. And they're really struggling to use all the data they have available. And, and you compared that with kind of some of the startups who were um, kind of very nimble, very kind of ha- really keen to try and um, kind of work in an initiative way and, and use the data at the core of their systems and and had it uh, as a as a way they worked rather than trying to kind of add it in later. And I think that really gave a, a really nice kind of um, contrast of how kind of uh, large enterprises and, and large corporates think and must think about data and how kind of young companies are trying to think about using it innovatively for uh, for the customer.
1: Yeah. Speaking about that contrast that you mentioned, I was just wondering... Did you find that insurers were largely open to the possibility of collaboration in their respective spaces did you see that that was large, the, largely the opinion insurers? yeah yeah
0: I think it was actually I think um and I think the that that um, that opinion is is gradually shifting and changing I think if you uh, you look at a kind of fintech from maybe kind of five eight ten years ago I think insurtech tech is a, an insurance as an industry is going through a same evolution and that is going rather than um, just purely uh, using the the terrible word of disruption disrupting those kind of incumbents and and more to enabling and working together and and the the, the incumbents and large insurers really understanding now that they can't build everything themselves uh, and so how do they kind of acquire and, and get the get the tech and the insight that they need and and that's really to partner and so kind of a, they're now on that journey of how do you how do you kind of partner with startups what are the the things that you should look out for what are the things that um help those partnerships go really well and so I think that kind of um, that, that transition that those large enterprises and those large corporates have gone through have now kind of reached a point where they're, they're really open to it. They're really looking into it and, and looking how to. And I think uh, the door's definitely open for the right companies to be able to partner and, and, and build really kind of really great commercial successes that I guess are fundamentally the most importantly are great for, great for the customer.
1: Yeah, that so- sounds like a really exciting time um, in insurance. Um, I was just wondering, are there any particular areas of insurance um, where you find that this collaboration seems to be booming? Any examples that come to mind?
0: Uh, yeah, I think there's there's, there's probably a couple. Uh, the I think in the um, the, the the, the the first drive within insuretech, I think, has been on the distribution side. And so uh, insurance uh, kind of at its core is really good at underwriting and back office, but maybe not as good at, at customer journeys and understanding um, how to make a beautiful experience for a customer. And so I think there's a, a lot of partnerships on that side of the coin in terms of how to reach and get to new customers. And then I think there's a, a bunch of um, uh, partnerships going on in there. In the data space, but I've just mentioned, that obviously there's a really uh, there's a huge amount of data that's, that's collected and, and held onto by by insurance firms, but they don't really know how to how to use it or what to do with it, and so there's a lot of collaboration happening in that kind of that back end in the data enrichment side to to really help uh, help those incumbents understand the data that they've got and how they can best use it for uh, for the customer.
1: Yeah. Um- You mentioned that there was a wide breadth of insurers present at the event, and that would have given you, um, I bet, a lot of context in terms of the specific challenges that some of them would have um, described. So if you just wanted to maybe elaborate on some.
0: Yeah, so I think there are a number of challenges. And actually, at at the lunch, there was a a number of challenges that were discussed specifically. And a lot of them centered around um, trying to make sure there's an alignment of um, understanding uh, of the um of the want and want to desire the outcome of the partnership and 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 often the the kind of uh the problems in partnerships were found when there was uh there was two kind of misaligned companies and they they on the surface they were aligned but weren't even really really boiled down to it. Um, like one company wanted growth and the other revenue, or or were, the second company or the corporate potentially was was worried about the startup going out of business in a year or two's time, and so was concerned about how you kind of create a partnership and a deep partnership that's meaningful to the uh, to the large enterprise if they're kind of worried about the um, you know, the liquidity of the startup itself, and so I think there was a number of challenges that were highlighted, but I think the encouraging thing. Uh, that I took away from, um, the lunch specifically, and there's some really great insights from it. And that was that, that they, there's a really openness to, to try and an openness to learn and an openness to go actually, um, with this needs to happen. We need to partner here. We understand where we're great and we understand where we're not so good. And, and as long as we are kind of open and candid on that, there's a, there's a real chance and possibility for, to create those partnerships and get over those challenges. And so I definitely came away with a, a very, um, uh, you have a very positive outlook on how uh, I think the the growth of partnerships generally across the sector are, are going to grow and blossom over the next little while.
1: Okay. And just in terms of like some of the uh, solutions that emerged out of those discussions, did you have any a uh, bit more insight into how big insurers are tackling these challenges in their collaborations?
0: Yeah, they um a couple of the areas they were thinking about uh, was um how they could get to proof of concepts very quickly and so um really kind of trying to um keep these uh, partnerships outside of the core business so as soon as they kind of got sucked into the core business lines and they kind of got in prioritization battles with with BAU that became i think really hard to get those partnerships done but we it really came out that when they were kind of separate and when the um these ventures were spun up on a on the outside of the core then they had a chance uh, and they had a chance to move quickly they didn't kind of get dragged down into the bureaucracy of the uh, of the large enterprise and um, and they had a chance to kind of, and if they kind of proved themselves, and the POC got up, then it can kind of be exposed to the broader business after that. And so that was kind of one um, area and uh, of solution of how that they were thinking about it. And I suppose this, the second part was there was actually, and Lynn spoke a, a lot about this, and and that was really the structure of the CVC, so that the corporate venture capital, and and that was that they kind of take a view of how can they um, partner as well as invest in the, in the startup that they're working with, and and that gave them, I guess, you know, some confidence in the um in the uh, in the liquidity of the business, it also gave them an ability to kind of have conversations around what's being built and and what's the direction of the company and how it aligns potentially with some of the things that they're trying to do and so I guess kind of a point that kind of Lynn made it, it was that yeah the having that part attached to a corporate was a really strong proposition to help kind of build the partnership proposition to really kind of help leapfrog them in in getting to parts of um the the segment and and parts of tech that they don't have the capability to do themselves.
1: Awesome. Um, I think that kind of leads me into the next question, which is essentially: what were some of the distilled key insights that you could take away from the session, and you'd like our listeners to kind of take away from this session as well?
0: Key insights. Good question. Um, I think there was, uh, I think there was probably three, uh, and I think the primary one was um, hard. Candid, honest conversations early, um, because it's much better for uh, both the the startup to get a fast or a short no, uh, a, a quick no, I should say, um, as well as it is for the corporate. And so, having a kind of hard, candid, honest conversations early was was really important, and really get to the heart of getting the alignment, like I mentioned a little bit earlier on. I think the second the second learning was. Uh, um, having uh, multiple stakeholders um kind of have being ambassadors uh, on on both sides of the coin and so we're both within the, the the startup and both within the the large enterprise and the corporate to have multiple people involved in the in the conversation at the, at the high, at a high enough level to make decision because moving leaving stakeholders uh, and changing stakeholders and um, really kind of was often a, a death nail for, for a bunch of partnerships and i think finally um having a, a really um strong view of what success looks like and so you both know exactly what you're driving towards and so if you know that if that's a revenue number or a growth number or whatever that that thing is that you're both working towards having that kind of alignment early allows you both to work towards it because as soon as they diverge that's when the partnership breaks down
1: yeah um and i think that kind of leads me to my last question for you which is did you notice a trend or an insight that surprised you
0: I was actually surprised a little bit at how um, again kind of during during the lunch one of the the, the last topics of the of the of the afternoon uh, we've got on to uh, and this was probably, uh, like kind of very insightful thinking from from Lynn who used to work at data Republic uh, obviously a large data company uh, it really came on to kind of open insurance um, kind of who's thinking about it um, who's kind of far along the curve in terms of getting there from a Um, GDPR and those kind of uh, understandings of how to use the data. And and I suppose that surprised me a little bit that um, maybe the thinking um, more broadly wasn't quite as accelerated as it could have been, uh, but everyone's starting to think about it. And although um, obviously kind of uh, Treasury's only just come out and the uh, uh, open open insurances is probably in kind of year 23 or maybe even year 24, there's starting to be some thinking and some thoughts around it within the corporate enterprise. And so I think that's going to be an area that it's going to be uh, really interesting to see how it plays out. I think it was interesting to see uh, who who's thinking about it, how they're thinking about it, and how what well the use cases of the data are going to be. And I guess the the first part of that is the the, the final part of that, I should say, is um, kind of yeah, making sure that you have the the customer at the center and and really thinking, making sure what am I using this information for to give the customer a great experience. And and I think that was a maybe a, a surprise to me that that the the how uh, the the breadth of how kind of people are thinking about kind of data usage within the open data world.
1: Yeah, amazing! Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. Um, and did you have any final remarks at all?
0: Yeah, I just want to say thank you, thank you everyone to uh, the the insurance uh, the insurance business folks that there, there at uh, insurance business Australia who kind of put the summit together. A great day, great great afternoon, wonderful content, and I'm looking forward to the next one.
1: Awesome, thanks.